0: We'll sit out here to do a story they'll do a story about what uh, as you can see there's construction underway here uh they've dug out a little bit there's water has accumulated traffic's backed up and the city the size of houston there's always traffic so what's the big fucking deal what the fuck are we
1: doing out here i ask you what in the fuck are we doing here i really no i really want to i got some bad ideas in my head i just cookies need love like everything <laughs> and I will tell you, it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, uh, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. What's the purpose of these
0: To stimulate the pineal gland of resident The pineal gland? Why?
1: Dr. Pretorius believed the pineal was a dormant sensory organ, sixth sense. Well, that's not a new theory. The philosopher Descartes believed it was the
0: third eye. It's not a theory, it's a fact. Yeah, I'm still alive, I'm still breathing. I mean, look, we can all get into sort of feeling, you know, sorry for ourselves or having a pity party about the past or what's happened. It's just not worth it because it affects the present and it affects the future. You can't sort of play into that sort of stuff. Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory. Yo, fuck nuts. Hey everybody! Welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy, and this is Chris Tron Martin's. Uh, we don't have Mike here; he's, he's been slammed at work, but uh, he's here with us in spirit, and he'll be on—he'll be on for the next one when we talk about *Son* or mm-hmm. Code and Cambria. But uh, tonight, we thought we'd do a little, uh, little side note thing. Uh, we haven't done one of those in a little while, uh, and talk about um, this fascinating documentary that actually Martin mentioned the, uh, on the second stage turbine Blade* episode, uh, *Woodstock '99*. Peace, love, and rage.
1: How you guys doing today? Welcome to Woodstock. There is a sixth sense that you develop when you spend your life going to venues. Woodstock, baby. I can tell you a hundred feet away what the energy in that venue is gonna be like. It was not your parents' Woodstock. We got off the bus and I was like, something's not right.
0: It was like thousand degrees. I think we should leave. It's so hot, yeah. yeah. Water was $4 a bottle, which is a ridiculous cost.
1: The porta potties, unusable. You had kids rolling around
0: in what they thought was mud. In an environment where exploiting women, you could get away with it.
1: You could feel something bubbling. In pop culture, there's this dark energy coming from young white males that entertainment is perpetuating.
0: You have a crowd who are excited, inebriated, and you give them a band to help them release that energy.
1: What do you think is gonna happen?
0: They had the crowd going insane.
1: People are dehydrated, passing out. There are a lot of stupid humans around here. We walked off stage, and we are like, get out of here. Like, we need to leave right now. There's no rest, there's no breaks, there's no rhythm, there's no come down. It's going
0: to crash.
1: The laws of normal society just don't apply here.
0: Kids were petrified out there.
1: This wasn't Woodstock 69.
0: There is an umbilical cord between the
1: dark, sexual, cultural underbelly in the country at that time to where we are now. A lot of that energy just wound up in chat rooms and Reddit boards in 2021. The question quickly became not
0: how could this have happened, but how could it not? Ah, uh, brand new uh, doc on HBO Max, and uh, we've all watched it, and um, it's uh, horrifying, and um, and it, it just it, it just blows my mind that you know we just the fact that this is this, this just came out in two thousand twenty one, and um, anybody back in the uh, in in the you know the late nineties watching this through MTV because I think MTV did some really great uh, journalism here. Um, the fact that we're actually finding out, we're actually finding out about this truly mm-hmm. uh, is uh, kind of scary and fucked up and pretty dark. And um, but I'm glad we have it. We, I'm glad we have the doc now. We can watch it, and you know, it's it's like a two hour. It's like over two hours long, and mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty incredible thing. I had new. I had no idea what it was about. I had no idea. I'd, oh,
1: yeah, all, all I ever heard about was The Fires, right? And that they fucking the fucking went fires. crazy. That's it. They're that's fires, all I yeah. ever heard about it, really. But going in depth on what happened there is fucking wild, dude. It's, it's something that's really crazy about this is that anybody that was in high school in the late 90s or early 2000s, I think a piece of them was part of this. It's awesome. kind of hard to escape, and it's kind of an embarrassing thing to – it's like, okay, I like these bands, but to turn into this weird – suburban kid fighting against this imaginary nothingness (laughs) is such a fucking strange like what are you rebelling against your life is great right you you have all the privilege in the world like everything is fucking awesome for you what what is it that you're pissed off at well it's just
0: i uh, I was gonna say real quick i I think i think privilege has a lot to do with this yeah a lot it has a massive
1: part yeah money that has a huge part to do with it too and it's I, I think a big part of it, too. I mean, they they had the same festival five years ago, and they didn't have the same kind of outcome. It, it, something had changed in the tides of the limp biscuits and corns and fucking new metal of the world. Right. <clears throat> it just – it it drove everything in the wrong fucking direction in my opinion. I and agree. Totally I, I did,
0: that. I, yeah, I did, and I didn't get the chance to see what the lineup was for 94, you know? Mm. So, I don't know what the – we should look it up right now and see what the – uh, Yeah,
1: I'll pull, I'll pull it up
0: right here. Um, but, um, one of the really interesting things about this thing, besides all a bunch of other shit that we'll talk about too, is the lineup. The lineup mm-hmm. is very odd. And they even mentioned that in the, in the documentary as well. And, um, just how, you know, you, you know, jewels in there too. <clears throat> the fact that you have like, you know, DMX and all of a sudden next on stage is, is fucking jewel, you know, stuff like that it makes no fucking sense. It's all weird. Um, and you have bands who they
1: threw Atlantis in the middle of the fucking mix. They my, threw my girl, and, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. They, I, yeah,
0: no, they yeah. Th- they're like throwing shit at her on stage when she's leaving, and me it's very off. weird. Yeah. It's very strange. I don't she's, know. A, and, she's
1: a fucking angel on earth, and they threw shit. But anyways, uh, '94's lineup was kind of a mix between <clears throat> what was going on at the time. Blind Melon, they had mm-hmm. Rollins Band, Rollins Band on there. Nine Snails, Metallica. They also had older bands like. Uh, Crosby Stills and Nash, Aerosmith, and then right. Cypress Steel. You know, it's it's kind of like Cyper a good Steel. mix. Wow. Okay. Good mix of yeah, Salt and pepper. They they Holy did a good yeah. mix between like what the you know was popular then. Aphex twin fucking played there, dude. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah, right. I'm
1: very surprised by that. But yeah, it, it seems like a they had Metallica too, which so that's kind of you know rage angsty music too, but it's fucking like it didn't bring out the teenage angst like fucking Limp Biscuit does, in whatever fucking way it was.
0: Limp Biscuit, corn. I mean, I uh, I think corn brings that out too. So, you know, Jonathan Davis talking about being raped and shit like that. And, right. You um, got like. Um, Ah, uh, you have Rage We have the machine there with with a bunch of college white kids, privileged oh, white yeah. kids that have no idea what what the sh- machine stands for. It just says, you know, it's just Jack Taylor Rogers saying, like, you know, uh, just screaming about about the cops and you know, burning crosses and shit like that. And like, that sounds great. I'm fucking, you know, after like right. two days of being completely wasted and full of fucking drugs <laughs> because it, well, I forget the um, I didn't rewatch this, but it's pretty still, it's still pretty fresh in my brain, but like. The 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 security program that these guys had them go through—it's like a looks like a, a couple of weeks or a month or some shit. Yeah, it's not nothing. It's, it's yeah. nothing. It's like they have like footage of like guys lazily just like looking through bags. Like, yeah, you're good. And just, people just bring tons of drugs in.
1: Right, and, and you just you'd have to pay them off with a fucking twenty dollars and <laughs> take twenty bucks cash, and then that's what they did. Most of the people that were running security there were doing it to get a vest and a ticket, and would just throw the vest in the trash right. and keep the ticket and just go fuck off. Right. Uh, the, you never but, know.
0: You never yeah. know. There's, there's tons of people there.
1: Yeah, and it is and again, it's like this 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 rages against what? It's about what? The MTV culture had changed at the time that it switched over to uh, boy bands were there and that was like a thing of ridicule. It's like these are for these are for like tweeny girls. Like why wow, this is just not even for you. But at the same time like <clears throat> there's a, some fucking shitbag band going on stage just like batting fake mannequins that are dressed up like boy bands. It's like Right. Like, what is this what is the purpose of this is this what you're
0: rebelling against is a just, boy band i think it's i think it's part of that too i think it's the hate of that the, the hate of that culture the hate of that sort of musical scene i mean you have what's his name Um dexter whatever his last name is from the offspring doing that yeah. hitting mannequins and shit i think it's really funny you have like you have like uh what's his name troy from like austin, the austin power movies uh, uh there. yeah yeah um or, yeah but then, but then you have like offspring come out off and then you have dexter like yelling at these fucking screaming at these people like telling hey man like leave these fucking ladies alone you know yeah and, there's so
1: many people were molested and fucking raped at this it's like literally right. and the, what it turned on like you could see the guys who are running the show like the attitude of it was well maybe they
0: shouldn't have had their tits out right that, and that's a huge they get that one guy who's a total fucking weasel like, he's, the, he's sort of the business guy side mm-hmm. uh because the other guys like this like um just Really, just like he's basically just a still—he's still a hippie. The other guy with the sort of uh, Alex Ross sort of fro, yeah. or you know, whatever. But he had the other guy who bl- he he takes—he uh he blames everybody else on it. Like, like okay, so like we set up uh, a station to so you can get painted, and you know, these girls want to get you know, go topless and get painted, and it's like, like well, motherfucker, you created that that section, and you never stopped it. You never stopped anybody going over there to get painted topless. You know, it, you never stopped well, it. So like the fact that. You know, he comes out the next day and you have these people pressuring him really hard. And and I really like that they have this, even though they, they kind of kick themselves in their own asses. But I like that, that every morning they have like, you know, they have basically a, a conference um, and we ha- have all these like the media there and they ask all these questions. And these guys just mm-hmm. do nothing but deflect them. The they're deflecting time. everything. Yeah, they're everything. deflecting
1: everything and they turn it back on the people asking the question. There's a fucking guy over there that says, look, I run a football stadium and I have a crew that can clean up after – A hundred thousand people in, in a matter of like a couple hours, he's like, I've never seen the trash and shit that's happened here. He's like, it would take that same crew like months to be able to clean this shit up. It's such a fucking disaster. They've done such a shit job of under planning, uh, just shitty organization, uh, trying to monopolize off of basic fucking amenities, which is insane. I like got the fuck are you gonna charge four like back even then, four dollars for water and then charge also four dollars for beer, oh, beer and be surprised when everyone's pissed drunk and fucking you know getting right. heat strokes and being fucking wild animals out in a crowd. What else the fuck do you expect, dude? And then they get fucking bands to rile up the crowd. Right. And tell them <laughs> not to. You get bands that are historically known to be like fuck you. I'm just gonna be my retarded self, basically, right. such as a Lit Biscuit or fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers. Can you, you say hey, rock. Kid Rock, yeah. Man. You're gonna tell, hey, man, can you chill it down? the The crowd's getting too wild. What the fuck do you think they're gonna do?
0: Right, dude. I mean, I mean, like you know, I'm, I I agree with you completely, and I think most people would agree when they see this documentary. Like, like they fuck this up, like historically, fuck this up. This is part of history now. You have these, you have, you have, you 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 have the money to buy this old Air Force base. Uh, you buy the Air Force base. You know, people will come to Woodstock because there's a lot, there's a lot of room. Um, you've some, for some reason, uh, you have the stage, like, was it like a mile, mile and a half away? So everybody has to walk a mile and a half to go see a fucking, see a concert. Mm-hmm. There's no shade, zero fucking shade anywhere at all. Um, yeah. there's no real direction to where do you go camp at. So everybody's really fucked. Like they're like two feet from each other. And people are like fucking in the tents. They're pissing outside. People are like going to other tents and like molesting women in their tents. I mean, you have all this. Everything is. Man, I'll, I'll tell. Sick. I'll tell
1: you. Yeah, minus the molestation, that is almost my exact experience at Bonnaroo. But their whole message <laughs> is the whole. I've been there several times. Their whole message has been that you know, fucking peace and love and no fighting and love each other kind of thing. And I have seen right. nothing compared to the shit that was happening. Like, there would be massive amounts of people, and you could go see the craziest fucking. Shows you could ever, like, I saw sugar play there, and everyone was fucking chill, dude. Like, it wasn't, oh, the man, vibe was jealous. completely fucking different. The vibe was insanely different, dude. It was just right. like, everyone's fucking chill. Everyone's, like, fucking actually enjoying it. And even though it's hot as fuck outside, even though you have to walk a shit ton, even though there's no real planning set up for campsites, was yeah. pops tents everywhere. It's, like, a better community environment. Now, that's what the actual Woodstock should have been. But what we've been fed is, like, this 1969 We watched on TV. We've seen the videos of all these amazing performances. And then so the people that go to something that still is labeled Woodstock but has nothing to do with the actual message of what the original one was is massively confusing and disappointing. And I don't know if that factors into it too.
0: I think it does. I think that the fact that um, they're just trying to recreate something again and um, the the two owners, um, the two guys that created it, uh, the one guy who the main guy is, they have footage of him back in the, in the, in 69 doc, uh, uh, doc footage. And he still has this sort of like old sort of like uh, mm. uh very hippie like sort of person. Ponytail
1: uh, uh, fucking. Yeah. Just like balding yeah. po- skullet basically. Yeah, going at a party Yeah, <laughs>
0: dude. He's just like totally chill with everything. He's like, he's not trying to do really anything. He's completely um, oblivious, and he's, I mean, honestly, what it comes down to, he's a complete fucking moron. That's mm-hmm. what he is. And, uh, t- again, takes some responsibility, but like, he's still in this, like you know, this is 69 still, uh, love, peace, and happiness, but like, it's not the same anymore. You get that with bands with like fucking Limp Biscuit and Corn, man, or Kid Rock. I mean, come on. I mean, the, the closest thing they had from for for Love and Peace was probably Lance Morissette and Jewel. Everything nice. else is all fucking angry, man. Like, fucking you know, DMX there, it's, it's fucking angry shit. Mm-hmm. Um, which gave, I, I, which
1: gave waves of people the fucking opportunity to drop the N-bomb. Like, they were just right.
0: – yeah. They talk about oh. in the documentary too, right? Like, like these, these yeah. people just – he just says a word. He's like, hey, word. And then, like, the microphone goes out and the people just say it. And it's like they don't know what they're saying. They're just saying it because he's saying it. Right. And, um, then no one's learning anything. Like, no one's figuring anything out. They're just there getting hammered. And you know what? The, the, I didn't realize this either until I watched the doc. But, like, the, the fact that it's, it's, it's three days – and the fact that you guys will go all night with like raves and shit, mm-hmm. I mean that's insane. There needs to be a cutoff time. Like, okay, we're done. Uh, again,
1: again, Bonru does the same exact shit. It never turns off, and okay. it, it endlessly bleeds into each other. But you're absolutely right. There should be a fucking. And I even in that, even in those times, I was like, there has something has to change because this is gonna fucking melt brains, and it sure right. shit did. And once you get to like day two or three of it. You start to see a change in the tides, dude, and it
0: is—oh,
1: yeah—people that have been up literally for two days straight and using different sorts of drugs to like, keep themselves <laughs> up, and then put landing gear on the coke you took, and then fucking—you're ah! too low and need to come back up. And so it's just like you're literally rolling through a whole tide of drugs, and right, right. once that shit's all like connecting to your brain in waves, dude, you look around and people are like zombies, and I, I mean that zombies probably have more cognizant thought than these fucking people. It's insane to see
0: well zombies have like one one ideal right one thought it's just to get they private. at least have that yeah yeah they have that but these these fuckers are all like you know we're white dudes privileged wearing fucking uh jean shorts and yeah you know they just they can do whatever they fucking want to and the, the fact is though what it comes down to it's very sad is that they did yeah they all got away with it even the guys who ran it got away with it everybody got away with shit like it's just, you know a dude died in this in this thing and i i don't know if just one guy died or several people died I'm, i would be surprised um if just one person died but i mean i feel like lots of people would have died but i i don't know i didn't say it in the documentary i didn't look i didn't do any research to see anybody else died but you know the fact they had a, uh one of the ladies uh had to create a sort of Uh, Not a self-help website, but basically like uh, women who have been abused, sexually assaulted, raped. Uh, She had to create a website and these people, these ladies would send in, um, you know, their stories and whatnot about being in Woodstock 99. And the fact is they've none of these owners have ever contacted them. They've never reimbursed them, never tried to like, uh, you know, just talk to them in any way. It's just like mm-hmm. it's, they just take no response. That's what this is about. I mean, like honestly, the, the doc is called like what? Peace, war, and rage. Whatever it should have been called like you know, peace, war, and you know, neglect or you know something like that. Like like the yeah. fact that like I just won't take responsibility. Huh. It's just, it suck, ain't I just, no, I take no responsibility.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's what Not it is. Not my problem. It's just the people, man. It's the people. Yeah. They got excited and they're having a good time out there. That's basically how the fucking director of this concert laid it all out. To the media right. and everyone that was asking questions. Anyone right. that was just like, "Hey, dude, like we something needs to change," no, it was literally just like, "No, nah, it's people having a good time." Like,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, Kurt Loder good was old, amazing.
1: Old, the good old, oh yeah, Kurt Loader was fucking
0: fantastic. Yeah. And then you got you got what's his name? He's like, like yeah, Kurt Loader's on on this on the on the uh, like like uh, from like, like the, the other the other owner. um You have him now currently. You know, talking in his fucking probably you know one point five million dollar fucking loft in New York or some shit. Right. Talking about how like Kurt Loder got there and started talking shit, but like Kurt, Loder, you can see it. You can they, they are seeing everything that's happening, uh, there and they're you know Moby fucking left because he's fucking terrified. I mean, it, he
1: it was, read the writing on the wall. A lot of really great performers, and they've even said they're like, look, I've played a lot of these people are like, I have played three hundred shows a year for years, and they're like immediately when you know how to read a crowd and immediately and the musicians yeah you, you know how to read a fucking crowd you can go out and immediately pick up what the vibe's going to be for the night and to perform in front of that fucking crowd has to be the most terrifying fucking thing of all
0: time right and he, i like i like what he's i don't i wish i would wrote it down but like i like um he's very well read Moby, and yeah. i like the way he's, i like he's talk. he's very cognizant like he remembers everything perfectly like from like for beat for beat yeah and um He talks about how um, how, – he's like, how am I supposed to, like, follow up with, like, Limp Bizkit and Kid Rock now you want to listen to me? Like, he's like, how does that work? Like, it it makes a lot of sense. It's like, yeah, like, completely changes the entire vibe of the entire crowd. You know? And he, it was, he, like, it was he leaves while, within the within the show, right? He leaves like like between the show, right? He leaves. Yeah. He just goes. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Like I think as soon as
1: he's done with his set, he I think he got the fuck out of town. I don't even know if he went through with this whole set or not.
0: I don't think he did. I think he I think in the doc he just says, like I he's like, you know, I got like three or I got halfway through the set or whatever. He's like, I just I'm just gonna leave. He just left, he left music on and shit, and he just left. Which I would have did the same thing you know man um,
1: you know you know there's probably people you know too personally cuz i know a lot of these people they're still stuck in this fucking era of time right that still listen to this music like it's fucking fresh and just like they don't change and it's you can st- you can see like i'm not saying they're icp fans that they're like they're jugglers <laughs> whatever they're stuck in this even they well, have more compassion Juggalos have more compassion, I think, than these... They played at this fucking show, by the way. They didn't focus on it at all, but they were there.
0: Right, yeah, I forgot. I wasn't sure if they played this show or not, but yeah, they were there. They were playing the show.
1: I I think they were the openers or something, but it's more like the people that are... uh, I don't know, man. Showing up to see fucking... Just the pure bottom scum fucking trash music of what that era was. And there were... There were there were times that I was like, oh, yeah, this is what the most popular music is at the time It's literally suburban rock. It's suburban fucking teenager rock. And it's built and just modeled towards it's marketed towards that crowd and to rile them up. And so when you're going to get Limp biscuit on fucking stage to say, let's fuck some shit up. Right, and of right. course they're just going to be like, "I remember, yeah, I'm listening to this back at home, and now I get to see it live, and I'm just going to fuck some shit up." I mean,
0: they start tearing fucking boards off, fucking towers and shit, and start <laughs> throwing around surfing people on top. Of him. And he's like, he's just like, "Yeah, break your fucking face tonight, all that shit." I'm like, man, your face—he you didn't—he you didn't change at all. It's just like, dude, like, no. come on, you now, like, there's that really great part where because Bush was there too. I'm, uh, I'm a, I am a fan of Bush. I like the first two I albums. Bush too. A, a, yeah, First I like those. Sure. Really good, uh, but um, you know, uh, you know, have Gavin Rosdale on stage, and he makes a speech, and it's a speech that one of the bands, uh, uh, one of the lead singers in a band back in '69 said, and he, no one has Nothing. any idea what he's talking about. He's just, Nothing. He, you see it on his face, and he's just like, no one gets it. They're not here for us, and like it, and now, I say there's a lot of embarrassment in this 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 doc, but one of the true, one of the most truly embarrassing things is that is the that black singer. I don't remember his name, but he, where he tries to do, ex- he tried to do the fucking solo like Hendrix and he oh, tried to burn God, the guitar. Was it? It's yeah, so, it was so embarrassing. embarrassing. Dude, that uh, was
1: one of the most cringy uh, fucking things I'd ever seen. Yeah, me who too, man. I was the like, fuck uh, was? I'll figure out uh, who that is. But yeah, what uh, the fuck do you think you're doing, dude? Like you're trying to recreate a moment and it's so embarrassing because they are sitting there pouring lighter fluid. He has an assistant. <laughs> he has an assistant, an assistant who an assistant, like in front yeah. of everyone is yeah. pouring fucking lighter fluid on it. And he's sitting there like, okay, now it's time to oh, take God. the match, and now it's time for me to light it. And now, right. okay, it's lit. Why Clef Jean did it, dude?
0: Why Clef, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why Clef <laughs> did it? Oh, dude, <laughs> what did the it. fuck are you doing, dude? That I was love so how many times he, they try to light up. They, they go through, like, it never lights. It does like look. a whole thing. <laughs> so
1: fucking embarrassing, dude. It it's goes so on. It's it's literally what feels like the longest amount of time on
0: earth. It's like a solid, like, a, it's like a solid minute of him doing it. It's crazy.
1: So you know how we kind of like sit around sometimes. You're like – you're about to go to sleep and you think of this dumb, cringy thing that you've done in your life. That has, oh, all
0: the time, all the time.
1: That has to be his. That has to be, it's gotta be it's it has got to be his. It's got to be like that fucking time I tried to recreate Jimi Hendrix and no oh. one cared. No one got it. First off, no one got it. And it wouldn't have mattered even if he nailed it perfectly. Right. It still would have been douchey. No one got it. He absolutely fucking failed at it. They brought fucking uh, Robbie Krieger from the doors, dude. Yeah. Like joint free to. Which I'm not crazy about Creed, but they were huge at the time. But they bought a fucking Doors guitar sunset. They fucking told him like, "Hey, everyone, here's Robbie Krieger from the Doors," and he comes nothing. out on stage and got zilch, nothing, got fucking nothing, dude. I, I, I
0: remember sitting. I remember sitting at home watching. Uh, and I, I saw Robbie Krieger like, "Oh, fuck, it's Robbie Krieger, man!" It's Fucking yeah. Robbie Krieger. Like yeah. I, I was more excited than the entire like. Five hundred thousand people that were there. I was like, yeah, was it was so like that Leonardo DiCaprio it. meme where I was pointing at the TV, going, "Fuck, dude!" Like, yeah, That's, it. that's it. There it is. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you guys are a part of history right now, man. You have Robbie Krieger from the fucking Doors, dude. And it's like nothing, <sighs>
1: man. <Yeah. whatever>. No, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just wait for fucking buckcherry. No, I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <You>
1: fucking assholes, <laughs> dude. I'm so. Uh, this documentary so many emotions so fucking many emotions going through
0: yeah all the um the uh the sort of the the water situation with uh the the fountains the water fountains the um the porter potties they didn't have trucks that came in at right at any sort of specific time to come suck out the shit it was this shit everywhere. People were getting pissed off. They're get, I, I guarantee one of the biggest things is that the, the, the problem why everybody, I think for me at least, and I think maybe you'll agree with me, but like the biggest factor here why everybody went fucking insane, besides the drinking and the drugs, was mm-hmm. the sun. There's no shame. Oh, it cooks. They lost their minds. <laughs> why do you think people
1: are insane in Florida, dude? It's the sun. <laughs> it this, is, literally, is. you look at crime rates in the summer, they're way higher than the winter. It cooks people's fucking brains. There's and a direct correlation, meth. dude.
0: And crystal meth, I think is a big
1: part. Oh, of yeah, it. crystal meth's a pretty big... <laughs> I know. I think it's, you know what, you're right. <laughs> I think that's a pretty big part of it, too. <laughs> but, hey, look, I'm not I'm not holding... I'm not going to sit here and hold fucking Woodstock 69 in this fucking crystal case, either. Because no, no. I think 90% of the people that were even went there were there to fucking party. They didn't give a shit. They're tearing down fences. Right. They're kind of the same shit, but they're just not as all the same person. Like... It was kind of spread out, but people like intention of going to Woodstock '69 was, yeah, I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna fucking party, but I'm also our literal like political system is going through some crazy shit, right. and I'm we're rebelling against that. There's all this crazy shit that's happening in Vietnam. It's right. an important part at the time. Well, you come fucking fast forward into '99, and it's like, what's well, the the biggest war you have? Is like what you're you between you and your family's computer downloading fucking maps. <laughs> Uh, Kazaa and destroying the family computer, like, it's, it's, family computer. it's your biggest battle in life. This is what you're rebelling against. But the thing is you have bands, like, that have purpose, like Rage Against the Machine that go on stage, yeah. Yeah. and you're just like, fuck yeah, and then you super get into their music and not realizing that they're protesting, like, fucking uh, the the tomato workers that feed tomatoes to Taco Bell in fucking right. Uganda. where they, It's like they're into shit that people don't really care about. They just want to hear a nice beat and something to get pissed off to you.
0: It would, bah, 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 bah. it's just so right. like you know, kill it in the name of the oh yeah, yeah. we gotta we gotta kill him right now it's like you have, you're, yeah you're, you're fine there's, there's yeah. nothing to kill you're good yeah you that's good you, have, you. The, literally there's no reason for you to kill
1: anything you have the most no. docile life probably on earth <laughs> right
0: exactly <laughs> it's your parents be paid for okay. you to go to woodstock and you're totally okay you're fine exactly
1: this is the um, harshest thing you'll have to go through in your entire life: is being in the sun for 15 or three days, listening to your favorite bands and punching each other. It's gonna be all right.
0: Punching each other. Your whole life is gonna be fine, dude. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, I was, you know, me and Joe watched this, and I, um, you know, we we're talking about this, you know, the the Woodstock '69 and Woodstock '99. You know, '69 is um, even though it's not like you know, it's not perfect, but like it's like you were saying before it's but it's it's also revolutionary in a way because you know we're going through vietnam we're going through this cra- fighting against the government we're fighting against all these sort of corporations and the ideals uh-huh. and how you should be and you know the, the uh, co- co- actual cultural staple with reason right the the, the 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 white collar all that shit like i must have short hair wear suit wear tie eat uh-huh. steaks, you know go go do your business 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 and come home and you know drink a lot around your wife and two kids and that Give them any kind of love, that's or, it, man. That's the system, yeah. That was the system, they, they fought against that, and I agree with that. I mean, that, that's a, I, I, that's not what I would want either. But, right. um, that has said as a statement, you feel like you said before, you sort of flash forward to 99, it's like everything's fine, and I, yeah. but then you watch, you know, there are things like. Biscuit is it? It, 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 not, it means nothing. Like those those songs mean nothing. I'm I'm those albums back. They they don't mean anything. There's not been anything personal to me. They're all just kind of, they're all misogynistic and trashy, and they just like make a song up for song's sake. Um, yeah, you have, you have Kid Rock, who for some reason became some for some reason he became a hit because a lot of white trash out there. Uh yeah. But uh, he, he does. He, he I think he mentioned something about Monica Lewinsky at some point, and I was like, yeah. Oh my, dude. He's crazy. like, yeah. I think the only
1: problem I see here with this Milano yeah, Monica Lewinsky thing is that she's a slut and everyone's like, Fuck,
0: yeah, slut, yeah, fuck yeah. yes, yeah, guess what? Yeah, it's like, come on, man. You know, and at, at the same time, which again But they played yeah, it. They pl- they played it like a fucking fiddle. They knew okay. the guys
1: that were on stage knew what they were doing. They knew the fucking crowd. They knew that the crowd was that douche thing. And so they're just like, I know what's gonna make them say fuck yeah. It's like right. douchey, misogynistic garbage, like the kind of shit that's just like the lowest scum like fucking of the earth and everyone just degenerated to this, even though they're all going through high end fucking schooling systems and everything just <laughs> to this lowest form of fucking intelligence when they all right. get around each other and just like deformed to being fucking monkey brained until, <laughs> which is insane when they're shutting down the festival, they're bringing cops around yeah, military. Cops, basically. Yeah. Military. And literally, it was just like with the smallest amount of enforcement, they just had to be like, all right, pal. Let's move it around as they're jumping on a fire on a piece of cardboard and throwing pretzel, frozen pretzels at each other's faces. <laughs> literally, like stomping on this thing, almost being caught on fire. And it just took a guy with a badge to be like, "All right, let's move it along." And it just switched them along. like that onto just like, "All right, I guess we'll start marching home." <laughs> right. like, where's all your fury? Where's all the fucking anger? Where's all? It's all, all right. fake. It's all, it's all bullshit. It's like you had this, this, this fucking.
0: I don't know if it, it's 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 god damn it it's it's it, it, what it comes down to is that you know i've um well i've been I've been thinking about this so i've been watching a lot of like trashy um like lifetime shows recently oh, like, yeah, like like you know uh snapped or like like uh you know oh yeah she told me to do it or some shit she like told, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 which is they're all fun to watch they're entertaining they're entertaining all, they're, they're, but they are what it comes down to very fucking sad but yeah always very privileged white kids almost every mm-hmm. i'd say like 99.1 percent of the time it's, it's white kids yeah and they, they grew up in a they grew up in a uh, uh uh fucking silver spoon in their fucking mouth and they think they can sort of become sort of a mastermind where they can just be like i can i i We'll show you my tits or whatever, something like that. Just kind of yep. like flirt with you. I get three dudes to kill one person, and I'll probably get away with it. And they never do. They always get fucking caught. Uh, it's the same thing here. Because they're a, way get dumber than – yeah, they're way dumber than
1: they think they, – like right. than they actually have – give recognition for.
0: Right. They're, they're like – like you know, there's no way – if I text this person all day long before the murder happens, the cops will ever figure it out. Well, you know what? The cop's going to fucking ping your phone and get your phone records. They're going to find out where you're at, dude. Yeah. They can see what you're saying. It's like, you never figure that out. Here, since you, since this was 99, cell phones, quote unquote, did exist. You, know, you have your Nikia and uh, fucking bricks and whatnot. Sony Ericsson
1: but, and the, the fucking run of that, yeah.
0: Right, right. You have your, uh, you're getting pretty close to the razors and shit at the time. But here, it's a complete and utter clusterfuck there is a stampede mm. a horde of people you get lost you have they had pay phones there and shit they, had, they have a place where you could go and say i lost my friend i have no idea how to find him and it's like there's yeah. nothing nothing's been set up there's no people to actually go look for those certain people or there's no like uh, sort of a system where like like i hey, put this on you know uh, or stay, stay. You have to stay connected in some way. You have to be together, or you're gonna get lost. And lots of people got mm-hmm. kind of fucking lost, man. They're in fucking complete dazes, and complete days. They're half naked. They're just waking up on Sunday. The shows are over. Time to go home, and they lost all. They lost their dad, lost brother, sister, mom. Yeah. They're they're fucking lost, and they have no idea how to fucking find them. And it's just complete utter clusterfuck. Bonnaroo. Yeah, it's fucking terrible.
1: Imagine that with like half of the people, maybe less than half the people even having a cell phone. There's just no fucking telling. All you see is a sea of fucking sunburnt fucking heads, basically. And that's that's it. And you got to find your friend like that. That's insane. Right. But to to me, the, 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 uh, the symbolism of having this place at a fucking military base and it being a Woodstock festival to begin with is a fucking insane thing to do. Mm hmm. It's an insane. It's a crazy thing to do. Like, why would that be the venue that you? Try? Understandably, because and honestly, and I truly do believe this. I think the actual promoters for the concert became insanely money hungry. They didn't yeah. really care about any of it. They knew they had this huge impact. They probably didn't make much off of it because originally in '69, because so many people busted door, they probably made some right. nice profit for right. themselves in '94. And they said, hey, look, look, let's go, let's do this shit again, and let's make some bank. And right. Without giving a fuck about putting in the least amount of effort, not really caring about any kind of message. It's about – literally, it's the most – just all about capitalism at this fucking point.
0: Which is completely uh, – they completely went against themselves for what the meaning of 69 was all about. Right. It's like completely the opposite of that. And I think Pete Holmes talks about it, that in this too. Mm. It's just like this has nothing to do with what Woodstock originally was was for. This is the complete yeah, fucking opposite of that now, <laughs> you know. <laughs> what it's the fuck is your point? Po-
1: yeah, what is your it's point then, point? dude? What is your point? What is what is the purpose of this? If not, it's it's to what unify people? In what in what case? Right. What cause? Like, what is the fucking purpose? It's just a. At this point, you're just a regular fucking concert promoter. They did. They showed how, like, literally Coachella. I think picked up a year yeah, or two after yeah, that. You're right, right. And right. they did extremely well. They were so like in-your-face fucking Woodstock about it that they handed out water bottles to everybody that came through the fucking door and paid for a ticket they had things set up they had the amenities set up for somebody to show off how a proper fucking concert venue could be handled now however Coachella went the same way as Bonnaroo goes the same way as every fucking concert festival eventually it becomes so corporate that they're just gonna hire fucking indie folk bands that your your fucking whatever brothers and your all these shit bands you don't, shit like that. all the shit you don't want to hear. Right. It just right. turns into you know they sell they'll sell that off to like some company that puts out what they think people care to see. But right. And that's happened to all great festivals. But
0: that's it's. Right, I mean, maybe at odds, least it's handled better uh, better than. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that, that odds fest has always handled pretty well. I never went, but I always make sure to check in on it. And I think. Well, odds that's because Sharon Sharon, Sharon Sharon. It's. Pretty hands-on with it, isn't she? I I believe you're probably right. She takes care of everything. But the fact is, though, you have you have metal, you have like you know twenty metal bands for like two days or some shit like that, and it's like there's never been any rape no. or, or destruction or any that kind of shit. It's all taken care of pretty well. Uh, yeah. But um, uh, you know, I, I thought you know uh, I was with you too. I, I'm with you too. Like the like, get this, Air Force base is pretty fucking insane. But the fact is, they had like three or four of those fucking um. What do you call them? Like where they would they would sort of park the planes in them, planes inside of them? The yeah, hangers, yeah. They had the hangers there. And for some reason, they thought just putting everybody outside the tents was a good idea, but they were put them inside the hangers. They like had they had warship level fucking hangers yeah. sitting around like huge blimp,
1: blimp level hangers. Blimp level like, hangers. You know what we're gonna do? Put them outside. Put
0: them outside. Let yeah. it cook
1: their brains so they buy more shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sell more water
0: that way, dude. <laughs> oh, that scene of those people like jumping in those water fountain, like the, the drinking fountains, and like taking a shower and shit, so fucking uh, like, oh, fuck, filth. It's filth. fucking, uh, I, like literally, like do, people playing in shit, and mm-hmm. Dave Matthews Band is playing on the stage, and this is like, man, this is so fucking. This is this is literally up. hell. This is literally hell. It's literally and, hell. But you know what? Again,
1: that that is not too far off from a lot of music festivals. You still see that people just dancing around in the fucking literally. They think it's mud. This happens at every festival where all the porta potties are. For some reason, it's three inch, four inch thick of fucking quote unquote mud that's all around the rows of porta potties everywhere. And for some reason, some mud uh, has a bluish tinge to it because. Ah. Like, sanitizer shit dude it's fucking nasty man i've seen so much gross shit at festivals but yeah i i
0: don't think i have i've, I've seen something but i was gonna ask you you know that you've probably done this more than i have uh so um festival wise yeah what have you what have you gone to because you know i have i have limited experience on this i have a couple in my back pocket but you've probably gone to a
1: lot more oh uh, dude yeah i've gone to uh what was the big one in houston that they had for a while uh free mm-hmm. fest what's summer fest, fest? Oh, right. i went to that probably yeah free fest summer fest free press summer fest i probably went to about three or four times and it was good at the start but then it just started turning to shit and it kept getting rained out i've been to shaky right. knees in atlanta i've been there a couple times what's I've the
0: other one what's the other one in texas the uh uh by southwest
1: yeah, South by to. Southwest, I never went to. Uh, I honestly, and I've been to uh, Bonnaroo probably three times in Tennessee. Mm. I would honestly say the best music festival I've ever been to in my life was in Houston, Texas, which is Day for Night. It is, was, sorry, the, the guy who led it, I guess, had some sexual allegation thing against Yikes. him and he had to drop it. Yeah. However, however, it was the not just best music festival, but probably one of the most insane and best experiences I've ever had in my life. Right. Uh, the lineup completely polarized and amazing. They mixed in. It was at the post office building downtown, so it's like this three, four-story massive fucking wow. building that's just concrete and desolated and empty. Mm-hmm. And they just filled it with like visual art spectacles and hired local artists to make these beautiful, like huge light show kind of things where you're walking through. a a hallway of broken glass and with light refracting off of your face. And like, it's just, and and as you're doing that, you're walking in to go see clams casino or fuck in complete darkness with like 30,000 strangers. You go see nine inch nails in the pouring rain. It's cold. Like all of it was, Oh, it was just, all of it was fucking amazing. If I could ever do another festival game in my life, i would be that. But again, it got shut down and probably by now, over time, if it had stayed intact, they probably would have sold it. And we would have seen the fucking banjo brothers playing on fucking stage. So banjo
0: brothers wow. <laughs> uh, that's just, like so for me, like I've only been to um it's kind of embarrassing to say for me, but I only went there to see like two bands. Mm. But I've been to been to Buzz Fest, which I funny enough, I hate the Buzz. I hate I everything about to... the Buzz. Yeah. And I hate Rob Ryan rob ryan if you're listening to the show i hate i you're i would have loved to like get you the rest yeah, of your ass you're, you're a piece of shit but that's um yeah i was i once saw cohoed once there and got my good apollo uh stuff so, signed by all the original band members i still have it to this day Siegel, that's fucking friends. sick dude and got to meet them and actually say like dude you guys are a huge influence on me and my band they're all really cool dudes I saw them there, and I went. I went. I went to see them and Bloodhound Gang. So Bloodhound Gang was there too. Hell yeah, I I used to love those fucking dudes. I had to kind of see Bloodhound Gang. Other than that, I it was like one time I I took my sister, and it was I literally went there to see coheed and Bloodhound Gang, and I left immediately after. I didn't stick around. Oh yeah. Well, you
1: didn't you come to Curiosa Festival with us? It was like the cures Festival. That's no,
0: I've never been to a festival with you before.
1: Ah, fuck. Well, I mean, my very first show I ever been to, I've, I've said this a few times before, was Lollapalooza in '96, I think, in New Lollapalooza Orleans. Lollapalooza, I went
0: to, yeah. We, 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 I mean, you talk about that quite a bit. We saw, well, I saw Lollapalooza yeah. here in Texas, in Houston, uh, with, you know, with Fiona Apple and with, uh, uh with a bunch of really great people. Lance oh, Morris, ins- I was at like, Jules there. Uh, um, bands, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but, uh, I saw that. I went to that. And I went to, uh also embarrassing enough I went to work toward i went to to go i went to go see thrice uh because like thrice was on the the bill but the funny part was though i got there with a friend of mine and then uh a bunch of bunch of bands are playing a bunch of cringe you know the cringeworthy shit like some 41 all that shit garbage uh but i was like so once i I went to a um uh uh what, a shirt dealer, I, I forget what they're called, but like you know, the, pre, the, the merch, yeah, those vendor, the,
1: vendor, the vendor merch region. guys.
0: Yeah, and I asked the lady there, I was like, I was like, hey, when's when is thrice played? Like, oh no, uh, they had to cancel. Like, oh, oh, this came just this, I wasted my entire time coming to the show. Oh, to see uh, Thrice. They, didn't, they, got, they canceled, so it was a big waste of time. Try
1: this shit, dude. When we went to the Curiosa Festival to go see the cure, the cure fucking canceled it's the ah. headlining fucking show it's headlining like the show Wow. yeah but i did get to i did get introduced to mogwai at that show the very first time i ever saw mogwai, mogwai. Yeah. and loudest loudest fucking show i've ever been to in my life and so that was life-changing so it was still worth it to me but yeah dude i've been i've been to a lot of festivals but never a festival that's had that kind of i don't think there'll ever be another festival that has this kind of energy is the woodstock 99
0: yeah i probably not i, I, I don't think so i mean i've been to i've been to a bunch of shows where like you know uh there's like you know four like four bands on the ticket you know but yeah. it's never got this insane so my i i think i i think whatever the universe that it's never been this insane since 99 because <laughs> 99 cannot happen again and the fact yeah. that they tried to very recently tried to get another woodstock thing going and they, they shut it down i'm very happy that happened because this guys yeah. cannot be running it but no, no no ever not ever again not ever again rest uh, in piss dude and especially rest in that- piss yeah, rest in piss,
1: Woodstock, dude. Especially the way that new festivals are being handled professionally. There's people whose jobs it is to know how to handle that many people. Even though you still have the occasional, you know, Fire Island or wherever the fuck it's called that had that massive, you know, fucking failure. People that flew out and paid all this money to go see that festival. But for the oh, most yeah. part... I
0: know you're talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, for the most part, most music festivals are pretty contained, pretty, you know you're not going to have to deal with some guy in a fucking wearing a t-shirt of an alien smoking a joint, trying to punch you in the face. Cause he's feeling limp biscuit at the moment.
0: God, God. Wow. Thank God. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I get, you know, um, you made a good point earlier too. Like, like, you know, I get scared sometimes with what you've said. Cause I thought about it before. And I think Martin, we, I think we talked about it last episode too, on the, the, the second stage, episode, but like, the fact the fact if if you are a 36 year old man which i am tron is i am mike is uh if you are still listening to like listening to limp biscuit like that's your that's like you really truly really believe in the words of limp biscuit and nothing got, has evolved in your life in the past nothing's years nothing's evolved if you're still listening to like uh hot dog flavored water shit or whatever like you got some you got to get some help dude like you don't yeah. You need some help. I'm. I'm. Ser- I, listen. I'm, thank you for listening to the show. But like, you gotta get some fucking help. You cannot. That, nothing about Limb Biscuit is ever truly like a true word spoken to you to help you get through anything. All it is is a bunch of fucking white dudes that somehow got lucky enough to get West Borland in their fucking uh, their band. Well, what? What a bloodsucker! Yeah, can, can we
1: please separate West Borland from fucking? Yes, yeah, separate because that guy. I fucking love him like deeply fucking love that man like he is right, insanely right. talented he's brilliant i love his performance uh he is in a point i guess that he was you know his fame all comes from the band but he deserves credit he deserves credit for being yeah. a fucking actual badass
0: yeah see, like the, the fact that you're still seem like break your fucking face tonight you no know, like that like the yeah. fact that you're still jamming that and like you still like think it means something? It means nothing at all. Nothing. Yeah. None of, none of it. Like corn. You know, I'm not a fan of corn anymore. I I've done with corn. You know, I, I grew up with corn. Yeah, I I'd did listen too. to that shit. But like the fact is, in my opinion, corn has some songs that are definitely that can resonate with with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly on, you know, mostly on on on. Uh, What's his name? Side uh, the lead singer, first uh, name Jonathan Dave. Davis. Jonathan Davis, yeah. He he had he had a bad upbringing, man. He's got some personal shit in some of those songs, but yeah, like people can relate to it. He's actually singing. It. He's singing about.
1: He actually sings about some like actual personal shit, which yes is right. more relatable. There as there is actual like content quality to what he's doing, as compared right. to what Fred Durst was doing, is seeing the need for this fucking moron to exist in this this music scape of it's it's pop music it's literally fabricated pop music for fucking angry teenage right. suburbanites dude it's it's exactly the same as the same thing that they were angry against is what they are that the hitting people with baseball bats that are like 98 degrees and backstreet boys this is backstreet boys for who you are you just got marketed to and and it worked. <laughs> and it worked I, fucking
0: great, dude. I I agree. And the fact I thought it was so ironic, going back to the LS Morriset, is that Offspring saying that f- saying fucking self-esteem at this show. I, I oh blew my, my mind. God they, they have it in they have it in the documentary. He's they, he's singing self-esteem, and I was like, is all all of it is completely against what you're talking about. It's like mm-hmm. it's, it's completely fucking it's like it's like yeah. out, it's like outer limits fucking the twilight zone <laughs> like i just don't understand any of this at all yeah you know that's what mostly that's what that's what jewel's that's what jewel's talking about and that's what lance morris has talking, talking about yeah that's what um you know rage is talking they're talking about they're talking about really specific personal things to them um i love bush but like um yes i know i, I know when i say that it sounds like you know the pussy, but, um, but I think it's, that was definitely a, a, a really creative part on Bush's side to name himself Bush. But um, <laughs> I love them, but like none of those lyrics make any sense for the no, most No, it people.
1: doesn't because it probably makes sense to him or they're just generic and he didn't care about it. But no, again, Yeah, go
0: ahead.
1: At the same time, there's fucking Creed out there. You know, Scott That Staff blew fucking, my mind. Yeah, cool. the fact that they put Creed in there, but I guess, you know, it's it's hard to underestimate how fucking massive Creed was in like the 96, 7 ish.
0: Like Creed, I gotta mention, Creed has some of the worst uh, album covers of all time. Oh, I had to, to mention that real quick. Dude, you're that. so okay. right. I didn't even think of that. Great album. That album where they're like, they're like, uh, like I uh, created my own preserve. I don't know what album it was, but like, like, they like, it's like on, like, fucking MS Paint, where they just, like, put their faces into a screen or some shit. It's like, oh, my God, this fucking album cover. Oh, but, uh, I know the way you're talking about it's so good. But I, uh, but I love, um, I did love the fact that Scott Stapp is in this documentary, like, now, like, 2021. Oh, yeah. And Which... maybe Joanna like, that's Scott Stapp? I'm like, that's that's got that, man. He's not. He's, he's
1: been a, through some serious, serious he's, fucking he's mental to, issues, dude. God did not help him. <laughs> like, he went, no, he went through like some Corey Feldman fucking. To Hillary, a,
0: to he, Hillary Duff shit, dude. <laughs> yeah,
1: he went through the Hillary Duff, Corey Feldman stage, and he made his way out the other end. But, uh, yeah, man. Fuck. I, I'm surprised to see he was in the condition that he was after yeah. going down the rabbit hole that he did because it was. It was crazy to see the shit he was coming out with
0: online, right? Just um, like you know, me and Tron can't really do it justice. You know, we w- we wanted to talk about it, and uh, yeah. you guys, ha- if you guys have HBO Max, or if you guys have the av- availability to rent this movie in some some way or or other, I I actually I'd actually recommend if you can get a physical copy of it, it's actually worth buying. Uh, it's like um, that I have it. Uh, it's this great documentary series. It's three parts. Uh, the Decline of Civilization, which is like, mm. it's about it's about punk, it's about hair metal, and then it comes back to later punk, and it follows all these bands and uh, even, like, fans of the bands that, like, live like punks live on the street. and all It's a very – it's uh, uh, Penelope Miller, I think her name is. I could be wrong mm. by the last name. But she's the lady who directed, like, Wayne's World and Wayne's World 2 and shit like that. But she was a documentarian for music back in the day. And uh, if you watch The Decline of Civilization and watch this – um, wow. very very impactful uh, uh, documentaries. But um, this is very. There's so much stuff in here that me and Tron haven't got Man. to. And I, we don't yeah. want to ruin it. We don't want to ruin it all. For nah, you, you like, don't
1: want to spoil it all because there's there's so much that you're gonna want to see personally. And just go fucking watch this thing. It is right. It's like just imagine if you could create hundreds of thousands of people that were all the main characters of Biodome and put them in the same. Ah! Fuck- <laughs>
0: That's I basically think, what you have. Oh yeah, maybe they're, they're um, Polly was one of Yeah, Polly was they,
1: uh, less rapy, I guess, than uh Very less rapy, yes. Yeah. And
0: Stephen Baldwin, I think it was or whatever Baldwin yeah, I was, was
1: one there. of the Baldwins, right? One was of the
0: ba- it? Ba- Yeah, one of the Baldwins. Yeah, and shooter McGavins in there too from Happy Gilmore, I Shooter. Shooter. Yeah. shooter. <laughs> uh but um it's just, it I don't know, like um I was trying to find out, figure out a movie that this kind of reminded me of, but I don't really know, man. It's it's it's, it's almost like what I kind of came out with. This came away from this with was like this is like a dystopian future, like comic book almost. Yeah, it's like it's absolutely insane that that they get there on Friday and Saturday is, ev- truly, everybody loses their fucking minds. They yeah. lost their minds. Like like they literally like. You got to think about this too. Like like whoever was working at the time, they went to this thing. They call. They, they 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 requested days off in advance and went here and lost their minds. And then Monday they're back, and they're fucking cubicles doing <laughs> yeah. their fucking computer job. And it's like it's absolutely they, looking they gotta, bright, they bright burnt. red,
1: and smelling of fucking just shit right. beer and dehydration. Oh, is,
0: I, I, I forgot about this. I forgot about that. I had to mention this. Remember, remember this part? The um. I'll say this one more time. I'll say this one last thing before we Ooh. we get off here. But um, the showers you remember that? There's oh, eight, sour God. Christ, dude. Oh, so there's
1: the men, men's and women's showers. that are adjacent from one another. And the only right. thing keeping them separated is a fucking plastic tarp. Tarp. So it's what do tarp. you think these fucking in like horny ass fucking 19, 20 year old fucking dudes are going to do? Right. Of course. They're just going to pull is... the tarp, jump over there.
0: Yeah. It's, exactly. It's, it nobody
1: felt safe it? in that fucking scenario.
0: No, no security. No, no security guards were set up at the, the entrance or around the entrance. No, right. Like there's foot. There's photography of of dudes ripping fucking tarp, the tarp, and like women like putting their hands up to their chest because they're fucking out of their minds, dude. Well, it's like a. It's very. It's a weird clashing of the times. Like for them, they're
1: thinking, oh, this is like something. If there was in Porky's, it would have been a fucking funny thing to do. But it's like, no, you're literally sexually harassing people. <laughs> and Porky's is very problematic to this day. I yeah,
0: I yeah. hugely agree. I, hugely it's part agree. Of, it, it, I think it's part of rape culture,
1: honestly. But uh, Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it feeds into it. As, again, feeds back into the good old boys fucking conversation. Pretty much. Uh, as those and boys it, are just being boys out there, all
0: 400,000 yeah. of them. Yeah, but hey, listen, what were you wearing, lady? Were you wearing something very evocative? Like, were you, were you being sexy? No, they're just hanging out trying to have a good time too. No, I'm but... sorry. I was naked while I was showering. What you're right. Naked? It's your right. fault. Your fault. Yeah. It's your a fault. fault. no woman. Uh, there, there are women in the documentary, which I, I was happy to see talking about, uh, the, the, the problem here. Um, but, um, I, I really would have loved to see some justice for these women. And I don't, I don't think they ever got any kind of justice for this, but, I, I agree, man. So. I, I agree completely. Um, I
1: think they're kind of influenced, and they talked about it a little bit in the documentary before we, we check out here. They talked about it in the, a little bit in the documentary that this was around the time that Girls Gone Wild was a thing. So the girls that were right. growing up at the time was like, this is how you hold a man's attention. You have to show right. your tits. Like That was kind of a thing. It was just like, this is what you're supposed to do. Uh, yeah. There's also...
0: It's, ca- it's a casual. It's like, oh, okay, well, guys watch this DVD and why can't I show my, you know, myself too? And people, well, we, yeah. actually people, people in probably, I, I've seen one video of Girls Gone Wild and the, the dudes on, on Girl Wild, Girls Gone Wild are more respectful to the women than they are in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's insane. Dude, that's fucking hilarious, dude. I, I, I remember I got, I got like a New Orleans, like a, uh, uh. Yeah, uh, show your tits, wild. throw some beads, and, and fucking
1: here we go, dude. Yeah. It's, it's
0: But it's a bunch of guys in the crowd, and none of them go like whoa. get fucking crazy and try to grab them. It's just like, it's like, no, okay, it's basically yeah, like,
1: oh cool. oh, cool, you pulled your shirt up. Thanks for showing me that. Cool, yeah, here's, here's, yeah, then we're on our way.
0: Beach. Yeah, move, yeah, move.
1: yeah, and we're on our way. And and so, and honestly, I've I've never been crazy about boobs or I've never been a tit guy, but it's just, yeah, to me, yeah. it just seems like a natural, like men have tits, women have, but what the fuck is the point of. Anyways, doesn't matter here in Austin. When I go ride the lake, women are topless all the time. It's not a fucking really, thing. yeah. It's know. it's it's an expression of freedom, and it's turning around. And I agree with it completely. Why the fuck does it matter, dude? It doesn't look like it does a, it. it's not on a strange offensive thing to show tits. Men can. I've got tits, dude. I shouldn't have tits. I got tits too. Yeah, but I eat a lot of shitty food, so I have tits. And so if I can flop my tits around, why can't
0: anybody else? I I, I literally a couple weekends ago, I had a conversation with my sister in law while she fed her baby and we had a conversation about how Bryce is doing in school. Okay. Yeah. Mean, hey, yeah. That, 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 that's that's a thing, man. Like, like it's 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 but there's zero have, sexuality behind it at all. And we it's are,
1: same, I'm in the same I'm in the same boat. My brother's wife all the time is always bright, don't give a fuck, dude. It's like this is like me i've never been turned on by like oh there's a set of tits this is this is so exciting for me it's just like it's the it's chest well, of I a human
0: we, i think we've grown up we've grown up enough now to where like it's not it's not a it's not like really a big thing anymore like it's yeah. just like it's just like whatever it's fine but like um i just the, the, the sometimes for like the social contract people forget about it they just forget about it and they go fucking crazy and they just think they can do whatever the fuck they want to do and um it's really sad And it's really pathetic and it's scary and it's disrespectful and Mm -hmm. I hate it. And I cringed a lot watching this fucking thing and I hated people. That's another kind of reason why I hate people so much. That's why, you know, I kind of wish I would live, I would live in, you know, somewhere like where you would live, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, I don't like Texas, but there's parts of Texas where I could, I could feel like I feel comfortable living in. Yeah. You can escape this, this, but over here, You know, if you come to to Willis, Texas, a small town, you're not know, seeing the ladies ride around their bicycle with be, being topless. You're gonna have a bunch of fucking dudes fucking. Yeah, police, you're bur- gonna have bur- the people bur- that are
1: stuck in this fucking '90s moment that are still listening to the buzz.
0: They're gonna fucking right. follow them around, film them, and shit. You're, and you're so gonna, you're gonna get women yelling at her, calling her shameful, and God will fucking God. smite you and shit like that. Or you get fucking crazy dudes. Fucking taking pictures on their fucking iPhones and shit so they can jerk off to them later. It's it's and, and sending it sending it into the buzz.com or whatever the yeah, fuck buzz.com, right? Yeah. Whatever. Rob, talk, Rob Ryan will create a whole second for it for his fucking radio show or whatever.
1: it's You're right. It's a different, it's a different wave of thought, dude. And it's it's something where it's just like everyone is peacefully who gives a fuck. It's the way of life, dude. And that's I think day and night on what fucking happened, in Woodstock specifically
0: right evolution happened for a reason that's Mm -hmm. why we we have to evolve and the fact that people choose to stay where they're at and not evolve this that's why i fear for humanity because they're never going to fucking figure it out Mm -hmm. they're never going to figure out that's why there'll always be choice people that there'll there'll be certain people that actually do figure it out but you know i i fear the world still you know, I have my I have my I'm son, looking. you know, I have um I have Joanna, you have Jazz. Like I, I, I get scared anytime she goes out. I get scared when he when he goes to school. I, I don't know I get scared for you, dude. I have no idea it's just it's <laughs> people don't people don't they don't fucking evolve. They just stay in some sort of weird spot spinning the tires the whole time. Yeah, it's terrifying. what they're gonna fucking do. It's terrifying, man. So it's yeah. just like and I think this documentary really proves that for a lot of things. Like the fact that At that point in nineteen ninety in nineteen ninety nine, they got people got worse. They didn't get better. And they just took privilege and they took money and yeah. And then nine eleven was
1: right around the corner, and then it all turned to military, dude. Like so so much crazy shit happened in the span of that few years. Yeah.
0: People people owed money in uh owed money New York and uh when nine eleven happened, they would go find those people that owed the money would kill those people and they, they never see their bodies again. You never see them again. A lot of people disappeared around nine 11. Yeah. They never had any part of 9, being those buildings. And uh, it's very scary. It's very uh, sad. And, you know, you have, you, we all have to try to hope, hope and sort of, uh, uh, you know, fist pump or whatever. And, and sort of <laughs> help the sh- in, in sort of like uh, uh, uh be a cheerleader for humanity. But like, man, a lot of times, like, I just, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening anymore. hey man, man.
1: We're, we're not supposed to we're getting to the age that it's not our responsibility anymore to even care about what's going on or at least socially just we have to be good people and like you say every
0: time you close the show don't right. be a piece of shit. thank you yeah, uh, yeah. and that's the best we can do right i mean now we have we have the state of texas i don't know if you heard about this yet this state of texas talking about trying to erase like uh indian history uh, yeah. trying to erase uh black history, female history from history books that the history, t- the history teachers don't have to teach anymore. It's absolutely insane. state state of Texas
1: yeah. just put up a fucking website so you yeah. can narc on your neighbor for having an abortion and then they'll come and find you.
0: It's, it's very, very pathetic. That's why I don't want to live in Texas anymore. I understand, um, dude. I, it's, I, I, it's, it's a
1: very divided state. It's starting to get to be very divided. Yes. Very divided. Uh, I don't, I love the landscape of it, but it's, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's tough, especially when you're in the wrong part of it. It's fucking hard, dude.
0: It is. And, and, and it, bringing it back around, it's, it that's what, what Stock 99 shows you too, is that, you know, just, people, people definitely went there to go see bands they actually liked, yeah. but then got, got wrapped up in a lot of bad shit and got fucked mm-hmm. up and got hurt. Caught or up or in or the or moment and
1: just fucking did whatever they wanted to. And
0: right. Took, yeah. and a lot of a lot of people took a, a lot of white males took advantage of that and um, yeah. it's very sad and i hope never i hope but never see it again yeah
1: Ever. it's a uh, different scene at festivals nowadays man it's not the same crowd anymore definitely not that was probably like probably i would say 95% almost the same exact fucking person right the same criteria I, person suburb correct. background the, the everything about them is almost the same exact person it it, it was marketed that way it got built that way. You brought those people to a fucking festival. What do you expect yeah. for them not to get rolled up when it happens? But anyways, yeah, that's that's my piece on it, dude.
0: Yeah, mom and mom and dad wants me to do wants me to be an accountant or take business or law and I don't want to do that. Now here's my time to sort of vent right. against my parents. Right. Like a serial killer would. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy, but um, guys, check, check this documentary out. It's really well worth your time, man. It's it's fantastic and uh, just shows you a different world you ever realized. And thankfully enough, uh, in in a way, uh, there's a lot of uh, VHS uh, VHS recordings and stuff. So it's a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. spiced in together too, which is interesting. And uh, there's a lot of it's just a lot of stuff in this thing that we couldn't get to because we want to kind of keep it short. But uh, please go check it out. You'd really dig it. And thanks, Martin, again, for recommending it last episode because that's why I watched it. And that's why I want to talk about it. Hell yeah, dude. crest out. <laughs> yeah. Shaboody. <laughs> Shabuti. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys take it easy. Uh, Tron, you anything else to say, man, before we get off here? oh that's it for me, brother. All right. Cool. Well, you guys take it easy. We'll talk to you guys next time. And please, once again, don't be a shit. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Later. <laughs>